0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about media matters, but first I have a quick note regarding our show schedule this upcoming week. As you guys may have noticed, our show posts new episodes on Blaze TV, YouTube, and the audio-only podcast platforms on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. But because of Easter this weekend, I just wanted to let you guys know that this coming Monday's episode will actually be moved to Tuesday. But aside from that, we should be business as usual over here. And don't forget, if you wanna support the show, you can always like, share, and subscribe. It helps us out a ton. And if you really want to help us keep the lights on, you can also head to blazetv.com forward slash Lauren and use the code Lauren to save money on your annual subscription. We would really appreciate it. But back to media matters. This past week, as I'm sure we've all heard, there was a tragic fire at the Notre Dame Cathedral in France. And although as of right now, there's been no evidence to suggest that it was anything other than an accident, as the situation was unfolding, because France does have a well documented problem with its churches being vandalized, with some reports saying that as many as 875 churches were vandalized in 2018, some people, especially those among the right or Christians or conservatives, speculated that this fire was not an accident but was actually arson. Well, Despite there being, in my opinion, ample precedent to justify saying, hey, maybe this wasn't an accident, let's look into it, the left-wing media of course pounced on the opportunity to label the right-wing racist and paranoid. Of course. As one particular article by Talia Lavin in the Washington Post read, Fast-talking far-right pundit Ben Shapiro called Notre Dame a monument to Western civilization and Judeo-Christian heritage. Given the already raging rumors about potential Muslim involvement, these tweets evoke the specter of a war between Islam and the West that is already part of numerous far-right narratives. The problem with that, however, is that although there were other people speculating that hmm, maybe this was an attack and maybe it was motivated by anti-Christian sentiment, Ben Shapiro did no such thing. And Shapiro was rightfully quick to call this out, writing on Twitter that this from Chick in Kiev in the Washington Post is the sheerest form of disgusting BS. I blamed no one for the Notre Dame fire since it was an accident by all available evidence. Imputing malicious intent to me is simply gross. To which he followed up with, Hey, Washington Post, any interest in fixing this nonsense? I noted that Notre Dame is a monument to Western civilization because it is. That has nothing to do with blaming Muslims and to suggest it does is simply a lie. And here's where Media Matters comes into things, because they responded to Shapiro's thread with the with the very eloquent, very succinct F you and the burrow you wrote in on. Huh. Some some strong sentiments there. And in case that statement didn't just sum up nicely their feelings toward Ben Shapiro, which I think it I think it kind of did. Media Matters also followed up with another tweet saying, Some context. Chicken Kiev, a great writer who worked with us, has been on the receiving end of right-wing harassment for the better part of a year now, often spurred on by spurious attacks on her work. And in case you guys weren't aware, Talia Lavin, who has the Twitter handle Chicken Kiev, is in fact the same journalist who last year had to leave her job at The New Yorker after she falsely accused an ICE agent of having a Nazi tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Because the internet sure as heck does. Now at this point, if you're the average Twitter user just scrolling through this thread, you may have wondered to yourself, who who or what is Media Matters. What is this organization that, in response to Ben Shapiro clarifying fake news written about him, would say F you? And not only that, but also go on to defend the writer of said fake news piece who also, as it turns out, has a history of wrongfully calling people Nazis. Well, enter Media Matters for America. According to their own site, Media Matters for America is a web-based, not-for-profit, 501c3 progressive research and information center dedicated to comprehensively monitoring, analyzing, and correcting conservative misinformation in the U.S. media. And in addition to this, their Twitter bio calls themselves the nation's premier progressive media watchdog, research, and information center. Now, based off those descriptions, the organization sounds pretty reasonable, right? I mean, research, fact-checking, they're just trying to keep the far-right extremist in check. Heck, misinformation, fake news, that's a problem on the right as well as the left. So if these people are just trying to make sure that conservatives are actually telling the truth Then what could be wrong with that? And see, that's... That's the thing. If Media Matters were just fact-checking conservative commentators or pundits or news sources, I wouldn't have a problem with them. But in reality, as evidenced by their lovely tweets to Ben Shapiro, Media Matters exists solely to demonize, lie about, and smear conservatives. Lie, demonize, smear, those are some really strong words. Are you really sure you want to go this far with that? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, I am. They're liars. And I can think of no better proof of their lies than their video about how apparently Fox News is mainstreaming white supremacists and neo-Nazis. And no, that's not me being hyperbolic or misrepresenting them.
1: That's literally what the video is called. Fox News has spent years normalizing white supremacy, and white supremacists and neo-Nazis are celebrating. But since Trump's election, they've taken it to a whole new level. Trump has been openly and repeatedly signaling to white supremacists since the campaign. By retweeting them, by refusing to immediately disavow them, and now by defending them.
0: Very fine people. Okay, let's stop things just right there. You can hate Donald Trump as president. You can hate him just as a person. And you can even think that maybe deep down inside he does have bigoted views, but there's absolutely no proof, none whatsoever, that he is dog-whistling or trying to signal to white supremacists or white nationalists, just none. That clip that the left-wing media loves to trot out about Trump allegedly calling neo-Nazis very fine people, let's, let's look at that whole thing in context. I think
2: there's blame on both sides. You look, at, you look at both sides, I think there's blame on both sides and I have no doubt about it, but you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group, excuse me, excuse me, I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally, but you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly.
0: Huh. It kind of seems like when you watch the whole thing, Trump was explicitly not referring to neo-Nazis when he said very fine people, and he even went on to condemn them. Would you look at that? But you know what? That's totally fine. I can understand how Media Matters made that mistake. I mean, to know the truth about that clip, you would have had to like watch the full thing, which is, you know, like a minute. So I can I can see why a media watchdog fact checker maybe wouldn't have thought that was important, but that's No big deal. But what about all the other ways that Trump is signaling to white supremacists, huh? All those headlines. According to the first headline from the Duke campaign, Trump only disavowed robocalls at direction of advisors. Now, this headline is from a TPM article that was published in 2016. And it references the fact that in 2016, when David Duke was running for Senate, his campaign sent out a robocall saying, quote, it's time to stand up and vote for Donald Trump for president and vote for me, David Duke, for U.S. Senate. And in response to that, Trump and his campaign, of course, denounced David Duke and the KKK entirely. Aside from the fact that in the article, Media Matters references as evidence of Donald Trump being a white supremacist, he actually denounces white supremacy, which again, like the video clip, sure, the evidence of Trump's racism is actually not what they're claiming it to be, but you know what? There's so much out there for people to read and watch. Who has time to get bogged down in all the details? Can we blame them? Even if Trump hadn't denounced him, which again he did, is David Duke liking someone really enough to say that they are a white supremacist? Because if so, then Elon Omar is in trouble. Yeah, apparently he likes that she's critical of Israel. Go figure. But anyway, let's carry on to the next article. From Vanity Fair, Donald Trump picks white nationalist hero as top White House advisor. What? Donald Trump picked a white nationalist hero to be in the White House? What are you talking about? Who could it have... Oh. It's Steve Bannon. Next, from CNN Politics, Donald Trump retweets white genocide Twitter user. According to the CNN article, in 2016, Trump retweeted a post by a user with the handle white genocide tm. CNN explains that the user had, quote, about 2,300 followers, used the name Donald Trumpovitz, linked to a website containing a pro-Adolf Hitler documentary, featured a background photo with red lettering saying, get the F out of my country, and had a location of Jumerica. The account also included a photo of George Lincoln Rockwell, founder of the American Nazi But as CNN then goes on to explain, quote, the tweet Trump actually reposted from the user, however, was a photoshopped image of the GOP frontrunner's opponent, Jeb Bush, depicting him as a disheveled beggar outside Trump Tower. Now, although what I think almost certainly happened is that Trump saw a photo mocking Jeb, which he liked because he didn't like Jeb and so retweeted it without looking into the user who had tweeted it, which happens all the time. I will give this one to Media Matters because it's still bad, even if unintentional. Still very bad. And the final piece of evidence for Trump's white supremacy, the coup de grace, according to the Washington Post, quote, Trump retweets right-wing provocateur known for pushing false conspiracy theories. Oh my gosh, who could this be? Someone from Red Ice TV, The Daily Stormer? who? And it's Jack Posobiec. Yeah. Who, incidentally, they're trying to make it look like is doing a Hitler salute when he is in fact just... Pointing if you actually look. And the horrific tweet that Trump retweeted, quote, meanwhile, 39 shootings in Chicago this weekend, nine deaths. No national media outrage, why is that? You don't have to like Steve Bannon or Jack Posobiec, I mean, I do, I think they're awesome, but still they are mainstream political figures who even if you don't like them are not far right or white supremacists or white nationalists. And now that we've actually gone through all of those sources and seen what the stories actually are behind them, keep in mind that Media Matters brought them up in order to say that Donald Trump was signaling to white supremacists. Let's see the clip again
1: has been openly and repeatedly signaling to white supremacists since the campaign by retweeting them by refusing to immediately disavow them and now by defending them no all but one of those pieces was total fake news this piece is defamatory but let's see what they have to say about fox news and fox news is right there to validate him at every turn look what happened after white supremacists committed terror attacks in charlottesville
2: this week it's robert e lee I noticed that Stonewall Jackson's coming down. I wonder, is it George Washington next week and is it Thomas Jefferson the week after?
3: How long before they show up at Mount Vernon? How long before they show up at Monticello?
0: Not wanting to take down Confederate statues does not make you a white supremacist. Recognizing that essentially every single historical figure from the past would not be as open-minded as we are today about race, sexuality, gender, religion, does not make
1: you a white supremacist and they make the most ridiculous comparisons to argue that white supremacy isn't that big of a deal. The same people that are demanding that the confederate flag comes down are the same people that are insisting that the rainbow flag goes up. These people really do
0: believe incorrectly I might add that anything to do with southern heritage or the confederacy equals white supremacy. Also that woman was black so I don't even know
1: where they're going with this. And they just randomly take it upon themselves to defend white nationalists. Take Tucker Carlson, who literally promoted a social media app that's been called a haven for white nationalists.
3: A pro-free speech platform. So it's been popular with
0: Milo Yiannopoulos.
1: No one is asking them to do this. Gab is absolutely a pro-free
0: speech platform just because some white nationalists use it. That doesn't make the site a white nationalist site. White nationalists are on Twitter. No one calls Twitter a white nationalist site. Fox
3: (laughs) has been the biggest mainstreamer of extremist ideas, right? Ideas, for example, of a border wall that comes right out of the white supremacist playbook. The horror of this is that people turn on their TV, they go to cable. You assume this has got to be mainstream, right? All this stuff must be middle American thinking. And what you find are radical right ideas being pushed on Fox.
0: Israel has a wall. Are they white supremacists? Mexico has parts of a wall along its border with Guatemala. Are they partly white supremacists? Because I'm pretty sure if they had the money, they would want the full wall. Look, the point is that Media Matters, as you can see, lies. They lie about individuals, they lie about platforms, they lie about what people have or have not said, they lie. But for some reason, some people out there still regard them as credible. According to Media Bias slash Fact Check, a media bias resource, while it is acknowledged that Media Matters does have a very strong left-wing bias, the organization is still given a high grade for factual reporting. I'm sorry, what? Keep in mind that this is an organization that wrote a piece titled, Facebook says it is banning white nationalism. Here are some places it can start and actually included Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingraham, Milo Yiannopoulos and Breitbart on a list with David Duke and the alt-right as examples of white nationalists who should be banned. These people live on another planet. And who exactly are the people behind this dumpster fire of an organization, you might be wondering? Well, first off, they are literally funded by George Soros, and I mean, I get accused of being funded by the Koch brothers all the time, which I'm not, but these guys, are literally funded by George Soros. But the site was founded by a man named David Brock, and actually last year at Politicon, I had the unpleasant experience of appearing on a panel with him. I was told Politicon would be filming that panel, which is why I didn't, but I actually can't find any footage of it now. But during that discussion, Brock asserted that fake news is an exclusively right-wing phenomenon, and that a government truth agency should exist to filter out right-wing lies. No, I am not kidding. I do wish I had the footage to back this up so I could show you, but you know what? If you don't believe me, just ask him on social media or whatever, tag him. I'm sure he'll tell you, yeah, I believe that. He's not hiding this. These are his stated beliefs. So you got David Brock, George Soros, just lovely people rounding out this lovely organization. And then on top of that, you have Andrew Lawrence, who is the deputy director of rapid response for the site. And if you wanna know what kind of guy he is, he recently tweeted out, quote, Tucker Carlson is actually defending white nationalists from criticism right now and says criticizing white nationalists is a criticism of white people for their race and quote is exactly how you destroy a country. Did Tucker Carlson really defend white nationalists? That doesn't really sound like the Tucker Carlson I know and love, but he included a video with this tweet so I'm I'm sure he wouldn't lie about this. Let's, Let's watch that video.
3: It's election season. The left has nothing to sell, nothing that will make your life better. So instead they whip up race hatred and fear. Scared people vote, just tell them the other side wants to put them in camps or murder them and they'll show up at the polls and vote for you, however reluctantly. The left has known this for a long time. They've been doing it for generations. They're more explicit about it now than they ever have been. But what's the cost of campaigning like this? Democracies succeed when they're built on the belief that we're all in this together. When they become tests of strength between two groups that hate each other, they fall apart. Attacking people for their race is exactly how you destroy a country. That's what Democrats are doing. They know they're doing it. It's obvious they just don't care.
0: Oh, so you are just really full of Par for the course then. Look, if there's any takeaway to this video, it should be do not trust Media Matters. If you see a video or article from them that you think looks interesting, check out the primary sources, okay? Do not take their word for anything. Their word is meaningless. And if you see someone else citing Media Matters, a commentator or a news source, whoever, let them know exactly what kind of organization Media Matters actually is. But that's all I have to say for now about this subject, just blood pressure, sky high thinking about this, but I would love to know what has your favorite Media Matters smear been? In your opinion, what is the most ridiculous thing they've said? It could be something I mentioned here or something you saw on their site. As always, I would love to hear it. Thanks so much for tuning in though, and I'll see you next time.